How many of you are grateful for uh, just our church, Victory Church? I mean, aren't we just spoiled? I mean, to be able to have our church, we just come through an incredible uh, Christmas season, uh, just wonderful, wonderful New Year's, and now we're rolling into 2019. And uh, I'm glad that we get to do ministry, do ministry together, and we get to do ministry here through Victory Church. Amen. I mean, it's just a, a church. When you think about churches that are on the move, that uh, just have great focus, great intention, uh, we have great leadership, amen, uh, that is leading us into a, a wonderful new year. Uh, and I'm glad that 2019 is here. Uh, and I know that you probably are grateful too, uh, if, if for no other reason uh, than just the fact that it's probably 82 or 83 degrees on, on January 2nd. Can I get an amen at least for that? I mean, here we go, 82, 83 degrees. I mean, it was one of those moments leaving uh, the, the campus, the sanctuary, the building uh, on Sunday afternoon, and I'm walking outside, and I was like, man, this is a, a, a chamber of commerce day right here. This is why people love to come to Florida, and we're celebrating. It's wonderful. It's great to be here. I know it's going to be a, a wonderful year. Uh, I know that you believe that too. Uh, I, can, I can tell you that in my uh, own walk uh, personally, uh, there have been uh, those, those moments uh, that I can point to along the way, whether uh, I was a, a younger person, maybe in my 20s, or, or now at this season in my 30s. <laughs> I thought that was funny. Just now, now in my forties, and uh, and uh, <laughs> I just look at it and uh, say, "Man, that was that that moment uh, was a game changer for uh, Tim Blackburn." Uh, there, there are moments that uh, I can look uh, at my my own my own marriage uh, and say that was a a game changing moment in my own marriage. Uh, you guys uh, that are uh, sports fans, uh, football fans, uh, there are sometimes those moments come and you can go, man, that was a, a game changer. I, I just recently read an article in The Ledger and just kind of giving a, a, just a, a quick uh, a story of what's going to transpire over here with a, uh, I believe it's called the Lakeland Ice Palace is coming and, and there'll be uh, just year-round ice skating hockey teams and uh, someone, someone in, uh, in our community weighed in with great influence and when that person weighed into this project, uh, the words uh, in the article was that this is a real game changer. And so uh, that, that's the idea, the direction that we're going with tonight. The title of the message is the uh, game changer. Uh, what, what does that look like? And I think that uh, there's something that I want to encourage us and move us uh, towards tonight. And we say, hey, what, what does that look for, like for me in 2019? What is that one ingredient? What is that one thing? And the one word that I'm going to ask that you kind of embrace and latch on to is persistence to say that in 2019, uh, yes, I absolutely want to uh, kind of become more healthy. I want to, uh, to lose uh, weight. I, I want to be a better manager of my finance. Uh, and what I want to have a better prayer life. I want to get to know uh, God uh, at a, a whole new level. Uh, but in order for that to transpire, in order for that to take place, there has to be a determination uh, that comes from within that there's a persistence 
uh, that we live with, that we're very dogmatic, if I can use that word, about making sure that we're moving in the right direction. Uh, there are three individuals uh, that I'd like for us to take a quick look at, and I'm going to read this if it's okay uh, with you. And the first person's Abraham Lincoln. When we talk about persistence, I, I think he exemplifies his life, the history of Abraham Lincoln. Uh, it, it basically, at the, at the age of 21, he failed in business was defeated in legislative race at the age of 22, failed again in business at the age of 24, overcame the death of his sweetheart at the age of 26, had a nervous breakdown at the age of 27, lost a congressional race at the age of 34, lost a senatorial race at the age of 45, failed in an effort to become vice president at the age of 47, lost another senatorial race at the age of 49, but by the time he was 52, he's finally elected as the President of the United States. To, to Abraham Lincoln, failure and defeat was not a dead end. For him, it was, he looked at it and said, this is just a, a detour for me at this point, this season in my life. And he exemplifies what persistence was all about. Another individual, Colonel Sanders. How many of you are grateful for Kentucky Fried Chicken, KFC, original recipe, uh, extra crispy? Uh, but in, in his own life, when you talk about persistence, another individual, when you say, what's that game changer? What was that ingredient that was in his life? And, um, and you look at it, 65 years of age, and the Colonel Sanders is at a point, a crossroads in his own life, and really needing to see something happen driving around in an older, probably uh, kind of an abused car, had $100 from a Social Security check, and he comes across the family recipe, his mom's recipe, and he introduces what we now know as Kentucky Fried Chicken. The story, according to the story that, I'm, that I read, the research that I did, it's estimated that he went to 1,000 doors began to knock to try to try to move this new chicken this incredible chicken that he uh, came up with this recipe that a thousand a thousand doors that he knocked on what persistence and determination to think about Colonel Sanders just just a hundred yards away you can actually go and have KFC tonight it's right here right here behind us enjoy it it's great finger licking good right now it's so good I think is what they they say but Colonel Sanders you got to think and ask yourself this question. After three doors, after ten doors, after a hundred doors, after if, if you're there in that situation after 500 doors, I think at some point you get there and you say, you know what, I'm throwing my hands up. I think I've done pretty much all that I can do. But Colonel Sanders continues to move forward. And what is it? It was the persistence, finally. Then Walt Disney. Think about Walt Disney just down the road, 40, 40 minutes down the road. And to face great opposition and to be fired and, told, and to be told, listen, you don't have any creative ideas. There is no original ideas with you. Be t being told this over and over and over again, fired at multiple jobs, and then is hired by a minister to come up and draw some cartoons. And because of where he was located at the time that he begins to, uh, to sketch out these drawings and sees a, a mouse run across the floor of this mouse-infested building, and he comes up with what we now know and refer to as Mickey Mouse. 
And here we are now in, in, I can tell you, in 2018, the numbers that were recorded in 2016, and I know that it's, it's, just a, it's probably grown since then, but in 2016, 52 million people passed through a Disney theme park, and that's annually, all because of a person's persistence. In 2019, when we talk about what can we do, how can we continue to move forward as a follower of Christ, this, this is a message even for someone that has, has not even made that decision to follow Christ because when you begin to sketch out your year and you say, hey, one thing that I can absolutely latch on to is being more persistent in my lifestyle, in my business. I need persistence, but as a follower of Christ... When we begin to look and we do an evaluation of our home, of our lives, and say, okay, what does that persistence look like in my prayer life? What does that level of persistence look like? What does the commitment to persistence look like whenever there is complete silence? And I'm praying, and I'm believing, and I'm asking, and there seems to be the silence is deafening. It gets to a point even if you begin to progress. And here's, here's a good question. What does that level of persistence look like in our prayer life even when the answer is clear and it's a no? Recently, I had uh, just a few moments and I'm passing through the, the lobby. And Miss Jeanette's working uh, at the information desk just like she is tonight. And I kind of track with uh, Miss Jeanette. She's very faithful in her service here uh, at Victory Church and volunteering. And so we keep up, and her granddaughters come from Colorado. And, and then she shared with me some time ago that her daughter was battling cancer, and then it uh, had a good report, and then recently a report comes back. And, and she's, she's telling me again, you know, hey, the cancer's back. And I'm, so I'm praying with you, Miss Judette. And so we pass by. This is several conversations happening. And so I pass by, and Miss Jeanette, how's, how's your daughter doing? And just in her little petite way, and has a beautiful smile. And she looks at me with great determination. And she goes, and just shakes her head, and her eyes are watering up. She goes, I'm, I'm still praying. I'm still praying. And that smile that only Jeanette can give, Miss Jeanette can give, and it triggers something in me. I said, you know, the game changer, Miss Jeanette, is prayer. Miss Jeanette, you keep praying. You keep praying. You keep pressing forward. I know what the reports are, but you keep praying. That's the game changer. But here's the reality is that there are moments, man, that I struggle even with persistence in my own life. Even this past Christmas season, when we're rolling through all of the Christmas programs and the, uh, the endeavors that we take on, and it's specifically the Salvation Army. Now, we take, we take and launch this on the first Sunday of November, making it available for people to participate and come and ring the bell. And we're set up here in the Mission Sunday, and, and Squeaky's out there, and she's asking for people to, to sign up and to ring this bell 
And it continues on. And by the, by the time we get to the first weekend, which is Thanksgiving weekend to ring the bell, I'm worn out. I'm like, you know, why? Why, why even bother continue, continuing to ask? Man, we have sent emails out to small groups, to classes. We have tapped VCA, Victory Christian Academy. We've sent uh, countless texts out. And, and you get up and you text and say, hey, Pastor Dan, Pastor Jeff, Dad, we're, we're short uh, 50, 50 uh, slots. We have now here, we have 602 time slots that we have to fill between the North Walmart and the South Walmart. Uh, we're short 50 slots. We're short 40 hours, basically, 40 people. And people begin to flood into the, uh, uh, the lobby. And you, and you keep doing this and you, and you bother. And you go, man, why, why even bother? This, this is the Salvation Army Victory Church, we have our own ministries. And about that time, whenever I begin to get in that mindset of why bother, I get the, 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 the forearm check to the chest from the Holy Spirit. And he says, listen, what you're doing is for the church, for my church. It's not Victory Church. It's not the Salvation Army. But it's the church of the living God. So you just get on the phone. And you keep sending emails. And you keep sending texts. And this was a lesson for me in my own life. To have persistence and to keep pushing forward. What a joy it was to get a, a phone call from, from Squeaky. And then from Dennis Harrison. Said, Pastor, we've got the, 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 the early numbers are in, and we have surpassed Victory Church and Efforts. We have surpassed, this is our best year ever in what we were doing. 602 time slots, we passed that number. Yeah. Because of the faithfulness of everyone and posting on social media and ringing the bell. And because of that, not only that, but Lakeland, for the very first time, for the very first time through the Salvation Army and their efforts surpassed over $200,000 that came in through the bell ringing initiatives of all organizations, nonprofit right here in our community. Praise the Lord for all that's going on in the Salvation Army and right here. And not only that, but then whenever God shows up, He says, you know, not only will Victory Church have the best year, not only will the Salvation Army in Lakeland have the best year, but Lakeland, the Lakeland market is one of the only markets at that time, there, were, there was maybe one more, if not two more markets that surpassed what they did the previous year. To God be the glory. Amen? And we talk about, we talk about per, uh, uh, persistence in the coming year some of that some of some of you that resonates with you to say even in in my own life in my own home right now as a parent you get to that point that stage in life where you're raising kids and you have teenagers and and you're saying why bother why am I how how much longer will my child continue to give me behavior uh, issues, troubles in the home? Why do I continue? At some point, this will pass. Why do I even keep praying? A after the third or second or fourth doctor's visits and the reports are coming and, and nothing seems to get better and you ask the question, why bother? Why, am I, why do I keep praying? Why, why bother? Apparently, there's not going to be uh, the answer that I'm looking for. Why do I continue on? Or, or possibly the widow or the widower in the, the house tonight to say, man, I'm, I'm no longer wanting to live in singleness. Lord, I've been praying now for five years for you to just bring someone into my life that I can do life with. 
Maybe this is just my plot in life that I'm to live in singleness. And we continue to process through that and we say, God, why, why am I even bothering? How many of you know that, that God, man, he sees the dilemma. Not only did he see the dilemma, but I can tell you that Jesus, Jesus dealt with this, speaks to this in the New Testament in talking about why bother, Jesus deals with this very, this very topic of persistence. So if you have your Bible, turn with me to, to Luke chapter 11, and let's see what God's Word has to say about persistence. We're going to launch from verse 5, but leading up to verse 5, you guys are familiar with the Lord's Prayer. The Lord's Prayer is recorded in Matthew, and then Luke is giving an account, and Jesus is having this moment that he's teaching the Lord's Prayer. And then he picks up in verse 5. And he, and he says this to the disciples. It's a parable. He says, suppose you have a friend. And you go to him at midnight. And you say, friend, I need three loaves of bread. Because a friend of mine has come and has requested of me but I have no food to give him. And then on the other side of the door, you hear the response. Don't bother me, right? Don't bother me. I've already locked the doors. My children and I are already in bed. I can't get up and I can't give you anything. How many of you would say, you got that right. Don't come to my door at midnight looking for Marita or the Wonder Bread. I, I, I laugh. I, I, I laugh every time I look at that passage because Jesus is telling this parable. And he says, suppose you have a friend and you go and see him at midnight and you say, Wally, I need three loaves of bread. You go to that door and you say, Ronnie, I need three loaves of bread. How many of you know you're going to go, who, who is this? You know, it's Tim. Who? Your friend. Not at midnight, you're not my friend. Don't come knocking at my door at midnight looking for three loaves of bread. I thought, well, surely if I went, I'm thinking and I'm imagining this in my mind. Surely if I went to my, my mom's house I know my dad would be the one that would answer the door and he would say, who? It's your son. I don't have a son at midnight asking me for bread. <laughs> and he says, I tell you. He said, your friend. He says, I won't. He won't get up and he won't give you the bread because of your friendship. He says, but because of your shameless audacity, he will get up and give you as much as you need. The shameless audacity. The shameless audacity translates into, into, into persistence. The shameless audacity, it, it translates into boldness. Shameless audacity translates into courage to say in 2019, may we live with shameless audacity as we pursue Jesus Christ, as we continue to move forward. And that's why in this passage, Jesus can step forward and he says, so I tell you, looking at his disciples, 
He says what? He says, ask and you shall receive. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be open for everyone who asks will receive. And the one that seeks will find. And to the one that knocks, surely the door will be open. Jesus in this lesson, in this parable is saying persistence, shameless audacity. But in 2019, what will our response be? What will our response be whenever we hear, don't bother me? Will we continue to pray with great persistence? When we hear the words, you're not qualified. Will we continue to pursue and have great persistence in our prayer life? When we hear the door's been locked, you're not welcome. Will we continue to push forward with great persistence, knowing that our answer, our miracle, our Savior is just on the other side? Because if we live with great consistency, and if we live with just a prayer life, that there's persistence that there. We can be motivated by the, by the truth that if a friend responds who's even inconvenienced to give us our bread, how much more will a heavenly father look down upon his children and say, I don't need to be persuaded because I see the mark of my son on your life and it shall be given to you. Because of the persistence that we exemplify throughout this coming year in 2019. Recently, Kelly and I, our small group, uh, this past, uh, past small group round, you know, I'm standing uh, in the back in just uh, different couples. We had one, one couple uh, that's a part of our small group right now came and sought us out, just came up and asked me, knew that we had a small group and said, hey, can we be a part of your small group? And I looked at them, I said, sure, we've got the room, come on, man. They're asking, you want to be a part of the small group? Come on, come on. And this other couple that's now a part of our small group, I think it was on a Wednesday night, I'm standing in the back of the sanctuary. I, I know this couple, but I don't know this couple. And I get checked. You guys have been there, right? Followers of Christ, you know what that is. It's the Holy Spirit that's speaking to you. And he checks me. And I reach out to them. I said, hey, I don't, you, know, you guys know we do small groups, right? Oh, yeah. Would you, would you consider being a part of my small group? I don't know what night we're meeting on this semester. I don't know what we're, we're going to do uh, as far as the, the topic. But one thing I can tell you is that my wife's Italian and we always eat good. So that's... <laughs> come for that. They looked at me and had this look and begin to look at each other they're sitting there and they're like we've been praying that God would direct us to a small group and then you come and you ask us we'll be there now we're doing life with this couple and we're getting to walk with them and do life and see what God is doing in their home and their relationship. What a wonderful couple. I can tell you guys, we're just right around the corner from another small group semester. 
And there may be that person that is looking right now that's praying, saying, man, I need fellowship. Man, I'm in a season right now in my life. And I'm making a commitment to pursue God. There's going to be some persistence. But man, I sure could. I sure could use someone on the other side that says, yeah, you need some bread. You need three loaves. Come on. Come on. Do, do life with us. I'm so glad that Jesus Christ said, man, come on, Tim. There's room in the family. I know that you're not perfect. I know that you're still under construction. There's still a lot that needs to be transformed and take place in your life. But man, if you, if you need, come on, Tim. And so what can we do? 2019, Pastor Jeff said, man, we're right around the corner from prayer and fasting. So here's what I'm going to ask as Kevin continues to play. The band's going to make their way to the platform here in just a few moments. But everyone should have received a prayer card as you came in tonight. And the way we're going to kind of wrap things up is I want us to take just a few moments as the band comes and plays softly, sings kind of softly. I want us to go ahead and complete that prayer card and say, man, I've been... This has been a prayer request, 2018, 2017, 2016, 2015. I've been praying. Pastor Jeff said he prayed for 25 years to see his father come to Jesus. So I'm asking you to dig deep inside as we begin to sing and to pray and say, what is it that, that's, that was buried that you, you just took your hands and you said, why? bother as I say that it's beginning to check within your spirit 2019 I will ask I will seek and I will knock because here's the game changer here's what I can tell you the game changer is relentless pursuit of God Almighty through persistent prayers. To say regardless of the response, whether I get a response, whether I get an answer that I'm looking for, or whether I get the no, I'm going to continue to pursue God with great persistence because that's the one that I'm pursuing. That's the one that I want relationship with. That if he decides to answer, praise the Lord. But if he doesn't, I'm going to continue to live with great persistence because I'm a child of the living God. So as we take just the two or three minutes, begin to complete that card. And in just a moment, we'll respond and you'll bring those cards forward and lay them on the altar.
the band continues to play let's go ahead and move forward let's bring our cards our prayer team will be here tonight if there's something that you have specifically that you want them to agree with you in prayer we're going to pray tonight and believe that God is going to do something in 2019 because here's what I can tell you we don't have to come up with the solution God just tells us to to persist to have persistence in our life and that we continue to pray and that we leave everything up to him all the results all of the answers are left in the hands of God all we do is we simply pray so we're gonna do that in 2019 will you stand with me tonight and every head and every eye is closed and bowed in the room tonight you may be that person that's here or watching online says I've yet to make that decision to follow Jesus Christ Tim, I get it what you, when you talk about living with, with, uh, with, with just great passion. I understand that. But I'm asking for a new chapter to start in my life, and I want to be a Christ follower. I want to begin there. And so if that's you, a simple prayer of asking God to come into your heart, to forgive you of your sins, to make you a new creature, Something that simple, and you will be a follower of Christ. You'll be a part of the family. That's a prayer that you can pray. And we believe that when you say that prayer, you are a part of the family of God. So we're believing with those that are on that path right now, that they're on the path of discovery. I pray, God, that they would find a, a true relationship, a rich relationship with the Savior of this world, one that can bring real life change, that's not manipulated, but yet it's offered and they receive this gift from you, God, to have everlasting life. I pray, Father, that this church would be an instrument used to watch them grow in their faith, to begin to take step, begin to take step, begin to take step after step in their faith. God, I pray that we would be, be willing to be used and be willing to say yes. I pray, God, for every family that's represented in this room tonight, Lord, that may be facing that challenge, that may be facing that difficulty. I pray, God, that, Lord, as we continue to pursue you, Lord, that we not become frustrated and that we don't throw our hands in the air and say, why bother? But, God, that we would allow 2019 that we dig in and say, yes, we're going to continue to pursue God. We're going to persevere and we're going to look and see what God is doing in our midst. I pray, Father, that you would do that. Bring encouragement to that person. I pray now, Lord, especially for this church family, this church body, God. We are geared up and ready to go. They are a generous group of people. They are an obedient people. I pray, Father, that a great work would be accomplished through their hands, through their creativity in the coming year. And we ask this to be done in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. The altars are still open. The band's going to continue to play. You can be dismissed at your leisure but the altars are open. So I'm gonna invite you to come and pray with our altar team and let's just worship our God for about five or 10 minutes, amen? God bless, enjoy your week.
from you are all things and to you are all things you deserve the glory oh just a couple more minutes can we lift our voice because you are worthy lift it up tonight
you are worthy of it all. Just one more time, lift it up to him tonight. You are worthy of it all. For from you, for from you are all things, and to you are all things. You deserve the glory. Oh God, we lift up your name tonight. Thank you for your presence. That's not just contained in a building, but it goes with us. We thank you for the power that is in your name. Bring us back this weekend, God, to lift you up higher and higher. And in 2019, that we would pursue you with such greatness, such passion, such hunger. Because we know that they that hunger and thirst after righteousness shall be filled. So we want to be filled with you. Less of us, more of you. We honor you tonight. In Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said, hey, thanks for staying and worshiping with us tonight. Let's come back this weekend ready to pursue God. God bless you guys.